Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast right here on Georgia Radio. Well, welcome to our Tuesday night edition of Georgia Oakland Farm Life Radio Show on Georgia Radio. We're here with Matt Jolly. Hey, Wade. Wade people. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Good, good. You have a house nice. full tonight, don't you? We, yes, I do. We got a crowd here. I'm just four of us, including the baby. The baby. The I got baby. to meet him in the you know the picture I posted of him. He looked like he's about ready to eat my face. Yeah, he's he's vicious. He, yeah, <laughs> never Seriously. never tell him your dog won't bite. Yeah, that's that's something Grandpa taught me is never tell him your dog won't bite. There you go. He'd say, "Well, that dog bite? What? Don't no, nothing to be gained by telling him he won't." Yeah. So, hey, I want to mention we've got a sponsor now. We've got uh, a great sponsor, uh, Meeks Brothers Cattle Company, and uh, they have some fine, fine cattle. And uh oh, you're a busy man tonight. Everybody's writing you. Yeah, somebody over here. Yeah, that would be. I don't know. That's Matt. That's me saying that's you from it's ringing. It's but, uh, yeah, Meats Brothers cattle is uh, grass-fed, grain-finished beef, and uh, just fine quality. You can buy a whole cow, a half, a quarter, as much as you want. It's uh, vacuum-packed and frozen, ready to eat and enjoy or, or put in the freezer. It'll last up to three years. Uh, That's great stuff. I'm going to get some. And that, the Meats Brothers are providing the uh, door prizes at the gathering. And what we're talking about tonight, we're talking about two things, NBIC and the gathering, which this year, the gathering will be at NBIC. They're graciously allowing us to and being a host and letting us have it there at their facilities. And if you're not familiar with NBIC, that's New Beginnings of Christ in Garfield. And it was founded by uh, Donald and Joanna Atkinson, old friends of mine. I knew them before for years when I was growing up and after I was grown, we've lived in the same county. But I've kind of lost track of them. And uh, they started this... Uh, drug and alcohol program here it's been 2005 was that when it was 2005 and as many of you know i'm a recovering alcoholic and pain pill addict and i came here in the program in uh 2008 and i stayed about a year helping donald and joanna with the program and uh, it was a rewarding experience i left to go back to work and but i stayed right here in garfield and rented from donald for years and just moved over here uh almost three years ago and but try to remain a part of it not as much as i once was but donald and joanna were the, were the founders and the guy in life and donald was just bigger than life if, if you knew donald he's a he was a great man and we loved him and we lost him in november this past november december the december and that's right and um it's uh it's different now but things go on and Anna, their daughter, is with us tonight, and Jeff Raines, who's on staff there, and uh, talk about it's it's different, but it moves on, and they're both help operate it, keep it going. We nobody is ever going to can forget Donald Atkinson and uh, Anna's mom, Joanna. She's a big part of it. Anna's taken a, a lot more uh, part in it now in recent yes. months. So talk to us and, and tell us a little about yourself and. What it means, what New Beginnings has meant to you? Well, um, so I'm Anna Cowart from um, Garfield, and um, my parents, my dad was an alcoholic um, when I was a child and growing up. When I was about um, 12, 
he went to Willem Way and um, received help for his alcoholism. And um, it cost him a, a lot of money to do that, about a little over $1,000 a day. Wow, so, that's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. <laughs> and so they had to pay on that loan for, for a while um, for his recovery. And um, when my dad got sober and got home, he started reaching out to the detoxes and the um, – going to meetings, AA meetings, and his, his, his old drinking buddies would say, Donald, you know, how, how do you stay sober? And he'd say, well, come, you know, come hang out with me and, and find out. And a lot of them, he would work on the farm, and um, they would just hang out with him, and, and um, they started getting sober. And he started um, bringing some guys home with him from the detox that needed somewhere to go that couldn't go back home to where they were or, you know, just needed some one-on-one help with their recovery and um before long they had 12 or 13 men that were living in our backyard and campers and in um in an older building back there so um my mom just looked at him and said donald we're running a rehab <laughs> so i think we need by to, default yeah i think we need to do it the right way and um not you know i can't keep keep footing the bill for everybody so she says she prayed and just told god if god if this is what you want me to do if you want me to run this rehab then i need for you to pay for it you know i need i need you to fund it god i can't i can't keep um buying all the groceries and the um light bill and everything for all these men and god and the money just started coming in um so now there's 85 men there they've built several buildings there um it the guys don't pay anything to come, so it's a free recovery. Because um, she said she never wanted anybody to have to go through what they had to go through to get there um, for him to get sober. The men do have to work; they don't have to work hard. I went to us. You <laughs> know, do they, have you to know work. if I made it, it's not a it's not a, a labor <laughs> camp. I made it. Him. <laughs> That's right. They say an idle mind is the devil's workshop. Right. And it is to keep the guys busy. And there's a if you uh, want to know what is a rehab like. Well, New Beginnings, you know, the guys have uh, their their basic needs are met. They have housing and food. And eat well. That's a good thing. You've got they to eat, eat very well. well. Eat very well. Always have. That's been an important thing, and myself included there. I used to be the cook at New Beginnings. And it's, um, you know, they start the day, they get up early, they have devotion, and go to a meeting in the morning. And during the day, they are assigned something to do during the day. And they, at lunchtime, they have a great meal. And, a, and then a meeting afterwards for a half hour. That right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Hour. 12, Still 30. 12.30. 12.30. And, and then in... At five o'clock, they come in and eat, have another great meal, and then at seven uh, on weeknights and uh, Sunday night, then there's a meeting or church, something at the uh, sanctuary. Uh, those nights, every night was Saturday, right? right? Still don't have anything, so that's good. Every Sunday night, we have testimony night at seven, so we usually have somebody giving a. And there are people that just love to come and been a great. Uh, there are a lot of pastors and lay. Uh, speakers men and women that come there and and provide a ministry they come on a regular basis and when i was there and helping run it in 2008 and 2009 uh there was like paul adams from tattano county and, mm-hmm. and during, I, I invited them for the first time and they started coming others uh keith class different ones i invited for they, they have come back and and have have networked and brought other people in to do the same thing and it is amazing at the wonderful christian people that come 
and speak at night, minister to the guys, and uh, that support the uh, ministry financially. And uh, we're not ashamed to ask for money. It takes a lot of money. If you got eighty, take in eighty-five men, provide them a, a quality place to live, transportation, food, housing, and sometimes uh, clothes. Um, and it's not a medical facility, not a healthcare facility, but they do have to provide uh, transport people for doctor visits and things. And just all of that for eighty-five men takes a lot of money. The physical plant and the uh, just the, the costs associated with it. And uh, so we never, 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 never shy about asking for money. So when we have the, we're having the gathering there June 11th, and they're letting us have it, and that's, the, and I thank God and them for that. They never sell me no about anything. If I ask, they've always been just move heaven and earth to accommodate what I, if I ask them for something, and that's a, such a blessing. But um, we're we're asking the members, uh, the people that listen to the show, and the and the members of the uh, Georgia Folk and Farm Life on uh, Facebook, to uh, send donations, send them, make the checks to NBIC, send them to me at Post Office Box One Three Five, Garfield Three Zero Four Two Five, and and if you didn't catch that, go on Georgia Folk and Farm Life. There's several posts on there about it, and there will be others. So uh, we're looking forward to that. That's going to be a good day. But what, like the bike fest is coming up. That's another annual thing that's been going on for 14 years now. 15th annual. Yes, I'm going to pass the mic to Jeff. Okay. About the bike fest. Jeff Rains here. Hey, how y'all doing, folks? Uh, Jeff Rains here. I've just this coming up weekend, um, uh, May 14th. Uh, we're going to have our, I believe it's our 15th annual 15th. bike bike fest. Um, we normally have about 100 bikes. We've been fundraising for a couple months leading up to this event. Um, we ask any and everybody, everybody's invited to come and to, to see our facilities, to see what's going on in Garfield. You'll get to meet the gentlemen that are in the program. Um, we'll have a raffle. We're going to have a barbecue chicken um, and just want to have a fun, fun, eventful day um, of fellowshipping. We've actually got a band coming with some acoustic worship um, during that time. And then about if you'd like to come and ride a bike, um, you can come be there between 9 and 10 a.m. to register. Um, now tell well, a motorcycle because sometimes people think bicycle. Well, we can ride a bicycle if you like. <laughs> if you can keep up. You can keep up. It'd <laughs> yeah. be really good to keep up with these guys. Some big bikes and bikers. Well, big well, bikers and big bikes. We have a shorter trip for bicycles. <laughs> uh, but you can still come and register if you like. We may try the tricycle unit this year. Uh, yeah. And so uh, once then the bikes, the kickstand's up at, at 10, 15, and they're going to ride it usually in about a two-hour uh, drive, scenic route around uh, Manuel County. Led by our, our Garfield uh, chief of police, uh, Curtis Armstrong, and um, once they get back again, then we'll all get together. Um, we'll eat. Um, we'll have some worship. Um, we'll have a raffle, um, and then after the raffle, we'll 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 just fellowship and hang out until until everybody's ready to leave. I was thinking though, um, Wade, you have an eventful story to tell about a bike fest. Yeah, it was. Uh, you mean uh, the, the the cooking? The, <laughs> the, cooking, the blow the, up. The, yeah, I posted that uh, picture. Did you see the pictures? I've not. No, I haven't seen. Uh, the today, as a matter of fact, this morning. And uh, Matt, can you hear us? I can hear you loud and clear. Okay, I lost the video of you, so that's why I was just checking in. I turned it. I turned it off. I was just sitting here, and I thought, well, okay, okay, there you are. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're coming up on a break in a few minutes. Let we me know. are. I yeah, I will. I will. All Keep right. going. Uh, yeah. And uh, the uh, each year at the bike fest, I would do the cooking. I would cook the chicken. I'd go to Swainburne Bar Grills. And I'd ever get three every year and from different people, businesses that would launch the grill. And we cooked several hundred pieces of chicken. 
and I, I had my secret recipe that bite fest chicken was well loved and that uh, and that was in 2016 and it was about two weeks after I started Georgia Folk and Farm Life we were just getting off the ground and uh, had a grill that borrowed from a guy there in Swainsboro and it was uh, like me it was defective <laughs> and it kept going out I had to relight it and uh, so it went out and I thought that it had just gone out but it had been out for a while and it was filled with gas it wouldn't light because it was too much gas and not enough oxygen I opened the access door in the bottom to light it which was really stupid and I squatted down and lit the thing and it blew up giant fireball came out burnt all my, my face and my arms my hands all the hair off my arms and my head my face my beard and I was smoking, man. I was. <laughs> I did a I flipped over backwards on the pavement. And everybody's like, they like ran. You know, this is, this is bad, you know. And it was bad for business too. When you're cooking chicken, you don't want to be the main attraction. So, you know, you know that wouldn't have happened if you if you'd had a stump smoker back. So, then. how much of this chicken are we gonna have to throw away now? You know, it's tasted singed, but. <laughs> Stephen Thompson, a, a friend that had been in the program, he was there, and I, I was hurting. I told him, let's go go to the hospital. So we went to Swainsboro. He took me in, and they took me by ambulance to the burn center, Joseph M. Steele Burn Center in Augusta, and I was there for a few days. And being a pain uh, narcotic addict, uh, mm. pain pill addict, I, I was afraid to take pain medicine, but they couldn't. There was not enough morphine or Demerol to ease that pain. They gave me shot after shot. Couldn't sleep. Well, that that second morning, they were going to send me to surgery and do a, some skin grafts and some stem cell therapy. And I told them that I had so many people praying for me. I could just feel it. And I told them, I said, no, I'm not going to the operating room. And I, I'm not going to have the uh, surgery or the grafts. I said, give me a shot and one more big shot of morphine and do the debriding here in my room. And I'm going home, and I don't want a, a prescription for pain medicine. And that doctor said, well, you, I don't think you're going to be able to bury it. I said, yeah, I understand it. So they did that. And I, a friend of Randy Olive came and picked me up and brought me home. And I never was in pain again. When I left up there, the pain, I left it up there. And I didn't have uh, uh, any, any pain medicine, and I didn't need any. And that was a blessing. It really was. Uh, when you see the picture, did you see the picture I posted I this morning? Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, those people burn a lot worse, but I, <laughs> I looked at that. Uh, the, only, like. the only person I've seen any worse than that uh, was down in Panama City. And uh, he didn't know he was that bad until he, probably a few days after he left. You do. You look like you, you look like a, just awful. I mean, yeah. And I can't believe it. What a testimony. I don't have a single scar on my face. I have scars on my hands, a lot of scars on my hands, but none on my face. But that picture was taken two weeks uh, after I came home. What a so testimony. But that was just, that's just a part of the NBIC New Beginnings lore, part of the Backfest lore. I'm, I'm, I made that year very interesting. All right, you ready to take that break? Let's take, we'll take it real break. quick. We'll be right back. Okay. All the best country. Georgia Radio. Everywhere you go. Did you look on and see if we lose the London folks tonight? I haven't. You know, I I was so just raptured with your story, I didn't look. I, I'm going to look right now, though. I am going to look, and I'll tell you. I bet we did. 
we, who we got? Listening? They'll be back tonight. It it is that time of the show, isn't it? I'm just I'm I'm just listening here tonight. I'm falling down on the job, Wade. Use my glasses. <laughs> you missed it. Uh, I found a pair of glasses here, and I'm not sure they're mine. I was asking Anna. <laughs> they're mine, but they just don't seem like mine. I'm, I'm getting I've old. You know when you're getting old when you ask somebody to these my glasses. So. Conway, Conway might be needing them now. He brings things home that I don't know where he gets them. He has a source of stuff. I, I don't know if now. I guess now is a good time as any to tell you that, uh, you know, we, we decided not out of out of respect for it being a sanctuary and all, we didn't think it'd be real great to uh, bring a pig into the sanctuary. But Anna will tell you, I, her daddy, if, if it would I raise no Christ, he would let pigs... Yeah, the pig will be fine. Pig, pig well, will be fine. I have no doubt, but but I, we've gone a different direction. Can we make okay. the announcement tonight? In addition to yes, having Mark Ware... In, okay. addition, in addition to having Mark Ware, uh, who is just a an incredible country music talent, uh, Nashville recording artist and Georgia born and bred. You know, he's a fire chief too, Wade. So if you blow anything up, he'll be there to, uh, to help. But we, 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 and his stage manager is the Butts County Sheriff. Yeah. So don't mess around. He's bringing a thousand dollars for the program when he comes, by the way. Yeah, that's right. So the cool thing that we, that I, I reached out because we've played him before we've played him on here, but I'm talking about Alex, uh, Davis. This kid is, he's 10 years old. But he he is a banjo picker like you wouldn't believe. He's gonna be at the gathering, and he's gonna come. Wow. He's gonna come and play for us at the gathering. So yeah, Jeff, I hope you can handle like five minutes of banjo music. You can't hear. Yeah, Jeff can handle it. If he can handle me, he can handle it. We got uh, Jeff can't hear. We've got a ten year old banjo picker from Alabama. Yeah. We're gonna make him honorary Georgian today. He's gonna be playing at the gathering. It's gonna be really and, uh, great. Y'all are gonna if, like him. And, if, and Matt said if you could handle ten minutes of banjo playing. Yeah. I was just making Anna sure. Good. Hey man, I've, I've got it. My son's just learning guitar. Well, there you That's, go. So I, I, I'm used to listening. Wade, we have. You were asking about where we have listeners tonight. We have listeners all over the place tonight. I'm just uh, pulling it up here. We have two people. Uh, in is it Guyton? Did I say that yeah. right? Uh, yeah, we've got yeah, two down in, in Guyton tonight. Uh, where else do we have? Uh, Ringgold and Monticello tonight. Uh, so that that might even be old Mark Ware. You never know. The London people tuned out ten minutes ago, Wade. They'll be back. Yeah, I told every time I come on, they tune out. <laughs> every time. They don't like me. Yeah, every don't time. Right That's just, what it is. Just when we think they're not listening, then they go and tune out, you know? So there you yeah. go. Y'all keep talking, though. I, I'm enjoying all yeah, this. Yeah, we are. Uh, this is great stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pick it back up. Uh, when I came to uh, New Begins in 2008, um, I think we had about, on average, usually about anywhere from 15 to 20 guys in the program and that's grown a lot we were we started when i came the dining hall and the kitchen was downtown and donald had his uh pecan plant down there and he had his office area and secretary marianne and uh we had would have devotion sometime on the sidewalk down there or in his office at the pecan plant the most of the other facilities that we use today on the hill as we call it didn't exist then there was the chapel was a small room behind uh donald joanna's house and one thing i wanted to mention anna uh, you and your brother Jake, uh, yep. uh, y'all had an unusual childhood because, or childhood, you were in your teens mm-hmm. when it started, when the when they started the program more or less. But mm-hmm. you were still at home, right? And Jake was younger. And what I've always admired the both of you mm-hmm. for the forbearance y'all always showed 
and having all of us in your home, in your house. You never had any privacy. I've been in y'all's home back then, you know, in and out, never knocked. No one ever knocked. It was guys coming and going. Y'all, it, it, and, and I'm sure there was times when you had to resent that and resent the guys. If you did, you never showed it to me. I never heard anyone else say they felt, they felt it. Well, um, you know, my dad was always a, a loving and caring and giving person, and we always Amen. had a lot of people over. It just went from a lot of drunks at the house to a lot of sober men at the house. That was an improvement. You know, and so Mama was always feeding everybody anyway, <laughs> right. but instead of late at night and everybody drunk and um, smoking and, and carrying on, it was it was more of a, um, you know, a nice sit-down dinner. So I like that. Um, Nothing really, really changed that much whenever. Not for me. I mean, it didn't put me out. And if it did, I, I never saw it, you know. It was normal, wasn't it? I, I it was it's really, it was really normal. become normal. Yeah, it's very normal. Well, Donald, your dad, was a phenomenal <clears throat> man and, and uh, much loved. And he was such a unique man. I never met anyone like him. He was one of the few men in my life, as I say, a mentor. I've had a few mentors. That... I was in awe of Donald often. Mm-hmm. I would, the way his mind worked, the way he treated people, the way he reacted, I would think, oh, my God, I wish God would bless me with the ability to be like Donald in that situation. Mm-hmm. To think that the, the, he thought before he spoke. Donald never just just snapped off. And, 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 mm-hmm. and when he said something, it would blow you away sometimes. You think, sometimes, yeah. It was just incredible. And it was fun and funny mm-hmm. and, and uh, generous. And Donald loved to eat, but if he was eating, he was going to offer you what, some of what he was eating. Mm-hmm. He and was always eating. He was always eating. <laughs> he Where I get food. it from. <laughs> <laughs> but he loved to eat. One, one thing I, I Especially mentioned. Especially when he quit quit drinking. Oh, yeah. He, he picked up eating and a little more. And then when he quit smoking, he picked it up quit a lot smoking. more. And, same, same with me. And chewing up toothpicks and those pins. He'd yep. just chew them and he would, spit them he, everywhere. That was Donald. And he and he would throw it on the floor if he was eating peanuts. Yes. It'd be shells on the floor. Donald Donald was unique uh, yeah. in a lot of ways. But crazy. but one thing that I I wrote about it a while back, um, when Donald, if you made a misstep, whether it was a guy in the program, somebody that worked for him, or in his family, and he talked to you about it, it would never be brought up again. Never. And I've seen him with your mother, Joanna. Mm-hmm say something and Donald would say, Joanna, we already talked about that. We already handled that. Yeah. And that was it. That was the and yeah. she would get frustrated because mm-hmm. she wanted to talk some more about it. <laughs> and it was not she gonna happen. To when Donald said we've discussed that, that yeah. was it. That was like a st- a block block wall. Mm-hmm. And and I've had him do that to me myself. Me you know, too. Uh, Donald would tell me I, I want to come back and rehash something. He said, Wait, we already talked about that. Mm-hmm. And that meant I don't want to talk about it and you just well hush. Yeah. And and you have enough respect for Donald he could say things to me that I might get my feelings hurt when some people said it to me. But uh-huh. if Donald said it, I knew it had to be said, and it was the right thing to say to mm-hmm. me at the time, and I could never hold it against him. And that, that was just, he's hard to describe, but uh, he was an amazing man in so many ways. But that's just an example of, of the kindness and goodness and the generosity of Donald. And yet, uh, he was nobody's fool. You, you know, you could, uh, and so he was, he was the rock, of course, God, the rock that you begin to build on, but he yes. was the, he was the, he had joined the Masons that used 
the, the building materials God's given to build that place. And that makes me think about all the buildings and the facilities there are everything there was built by the men in the program. Anytime they need a, a building project, something going on, God would send those with the skills. Exactly. What Every they time. If you need a brick mason, one, was, one would walk in the door and needing help, need to be mm-hmm. in recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you needed a welder or, or a carpenter's, it didn't matter what it was. Somebody had to lay stone or, or mm-hmm. tile. Whatever skill level they needed, it just always comes. Doesn't it, Jeff? It's, it's incredible just to sit back and watch how the, the need is met. And, uh, again, you can be a part of it. You, know, you can be a part of New Begins in Christ. You can come join us for the gathering on June 11th. You can uh, give uh, any time. You can participate in the bike fest. And, I, and if I could, I would like to just um, reach out and, and tell anybody that's listening, if you're having somebody, somebody in your family, you know, is struggling with addiction, um, it just it's almost in everybody's family. If you don't, if it's not you yourself or your children, it's, it's somebody you know. Um, every family is affected by drugs and alcohol now. It's um, definitely touched all three of us personally. Yeah. Amen. Um, I came through the program myself. Been there four years now. But um, I just want to I just want to let everybody know that we're available. You know, we're an asset. That's right. Um, we're a ministry. I, I go into churches and I'll tell the the congregation that. We're your ministry, meaning that all, all you need to do is go out and reach out to that person that's broken, that's hurting, that's struggling in addiction, and you just tell them, look, I, I know a place you can go. Amen. And the only thing you've got to sacrifice is your time. Because like they said, we don't charge anybody to come into the program. So then all you need to do is take your time to spend with that person who's, who's lost and undone and broken and, and, and tired. And, and I promise you, because I've been there, they don't want to be in the situation they're in. They just don't know how to get out of it yeah. because the only thing that can get them out of it is the power of God right. through Jesus Christ. And so but somebody needs to reach out and be the hands and feet of Christ and go out and reach these people and bring them in. And you don't. When you don't know what to do, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you what you can do, and you can bring them to us. Amen. Um, you can reach out to us. Um, if I can give our phone number, it's four seven eight seven six three two six four seven. Our website's nbicrecovery.org. You can go on. Uh, you can call. You can go on the website. Our handbook. Our all our um, our our application. Everything's on our website. If you'd like to go and see more about us. And I just want to tell you that it's a life-changing experience. You know, Donald went and, and Miss Joanna went through a, a place called Walk to Emmaus, um, a Day Spring Walk to Emmaus spiritual retreat. And um, there, there are a lot of people that are, are around us that pray for us, that, that, that give to us and support us. But also, you know, Donald modeled New Beginnings in Christ around that that spiritual retreat because of what he got. He all he claims that he got. That's where he got saved. Yeah. And so he modeled this thing. So it's like a four month or longer spiritual retreat for these men where they're just pumped the word of God. Cause that's the thing that's going to change your life. There's only one way, one truth, one life. And that's Jesus Christ. I always tell people Amen. the reason these secular rehabs don't work. is because they only have a 2% sex success rate is because they don't work. That's right. Because even if you look at, at the AA, AA still points you toward God and, and, and the only God, there's only one true God. And so that's what we do. We, we 17 times a week, these men, 
hear the word of God. It's like we put a feeding tube down their throat and we pump them the word of God and we bring them back to life. And then we slowly pull that tube back out so they can feed themselves. And so, and in between that, we teach them job skills and we teach them work ethic and we teach them how to get out of there and go work a job, but have Jesus in the morning, Jesus at lunch and Jesus in the evening to sustain you. Because not only do you need to be physically sustained, you got to be spiritually sustained. Yeah. Don't just feed them, feed them spiritually and feed the man and and his spirit. Uh, it's it's an incredible place, and and uh, wait, I talk wish we about had... something real quick before in What's the that? last bit because this is important. Uh, this just to me is one of the most important things about new beginnings in Christ, and that is it's four months, but you can stay as long as you want. Yes, if you keep your nose clean and do well there, and you want to stay, you feel like you're not ready to go back out. They have graduate housing, graduate programs where you and we have men that, that live in Garfield in graduate uh, MBIC facilities, and they they uh, most have jobs. You can stay there and and, and continue on and as as a like you were in the program, but most get jobs and and uh, and they pay a nominal rent and but they still have to attend the meetings and things and that yeah that's what's unique about New Beginnings in Christ. Uh, Donald Joanna saw that the, the the men that needed a place to stay. We've got some guys that have been there fourteen years and 12, 13, 14 years. Scott been there what? Scott, he was a year after I came. I came. He came in two thousand nine. I came in oh eight. He's and he's there. been there since. All right, we got to wrap it up. I, I think it's great. I, I can't wait to hear more about it and uh, be down there on uh, June the 11th. We're going to have a our, big time. We're going to have a big time. You want to hear? Uh, let me see. We got, we got about uh, 45 seconds or so. This is, this is a little bit of Alex. This is one of his, his, newer, so- it's one of his newer songs. You remember, this is yeah. Earl, Earl's Breakdown. Remember this one? Oh, yeah. But, and he's, he's playing it real slow. This is... He, Poor kid was under the weather, and uh, and not feeling well. And his daddy sent me this when he was home sick. <laughs> I can see Conway bouncing behind you there. Anyway, that, that's just a little bit of him. <laughs> this kid is amazing, and he was sick. He was homesick from school playing the band. Ten years old. That's incredible. Ten years old. We're going to have him down there. I think you'll enjoy him. Well, we're going to have my sister Connie uh, play on the keyboard. We're going to have Mark Ware. We're going to have Alex on the banjo. We're going to have uh, food and fun and fellowship. We're going to have some comedy and some uh, just uh, some door prizes and just and you, you and me, you and then and everybody at home who's listening is going to be down there, and we're just we're going to have a grand time. It's going to be fun, Wade. It is. All right. We had the very first gathering at God's house. Uh, in 2016, that was the first one, and uh, and we've had one every year except the last year because of COVID. And now we're back at New Beginnings in Christ. It's going to be a blast. I'm so glad y'all joined us tonight, everybody. You come Thank back. y'all for having us. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. And it's always a pleasure to come every Tuesday night at 7:30. If you want to hear this on the podcast, uh, anytime, all the past episodes, this show, and all the other shows on uh, GeorgiaRadio.com. Thanks again to Meeks Meat uh, for making Meek's it all meat. possible. They yeah. are great people. They sure are. Am I going to talk to you tomorrow on Neighbor to Neighbor? You're going to sure. come on? Yeah, you call on Neighbor to Neighbor. We'll be on there in the morning. All right. Good night, Brother Wade. Good night. Thanks, man. All the best country. Georgia Radio. Everywhere you go.